Welcome to your Optimal Personal Economy podcast with Justin Bennett. Your personal economy is your ability to create, protect, preserve, and utilize your wealth, your financial world. Justin will share strategies and stories to help you optimize your personal economy. Now, on to the show with Justin Bennett and co-host Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another podcast with Justin Bennett. You know, one of the greatest things about having a podcast like the one that Justin does is at the end of the podcast, sometimes things happen. Really cool, brilliant things just kind of pop up and and that just happened. Justin had said something right at the tail end of the last podcast that just the hairs on my arms stood up and I was really excited. I was like, I've never heard that before. And I thought that the way that Justin coined this phrase that we're going to build a whole podcast off of today was so refreshingly unique that we really did need to do a podcast on it. So Justin, tell everybody what that statement was, if you don't mind. By the way, Matt, it's not often that I'm able to move the hairs on people's arms. (laughs) So I am glad I was successful in doing that. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So what I had said to Matt is the way in which we see successful planning is if we can help the client spend the most amount of income on the least amount of money, then we're confident that they won the game. So you have to almost, not necessarily word for word, but I really want you to unpack that today. There's a lot going into that statement and there's a lot of finer points. And I am sure that there isn't a person listening to this podcast who can say, I've heard that before. So unpack that for us, please. Sure. So I think, you know, what we have to do to perhaps appreciate that expression and that place of being is to maybe understand what the traditional idea would be. And the traditional idea is to try to chase after and build up as much money as you can between now and retirement. And in doing so, you can chase after rates of return and take risky positions and put away a little bit of money along the way, but make sure that your lifestyle is constantly increasing, even though your savings amount might be flat or actually going backwards. So that at some point, when you do go to retire, you're going to have one account and that account's going to have, you know, a couple of million dollars in it, two, three, four, five million dollars. And then the pivot from the traditional mindset would be if there's three million bucks in that one account, which was created by taking on a tremendous amount of risk and waking up every morning and constantly just saying, hey, over the long run, you'll be all right, even though there's no understanding what that long run may be, then the $3 million has to produce income. And the income is simply the interest on the $3 million. And so, you know, there's various studies that suggest 4% is a, is a safe withdrawal rate. But there's also discussions that that might be even too aggressive and we should bring that down to 3%. But if we use 4% on 3 million, that's $120,000. So you would need 3 million bucks in that one account to successfully kick off 4% interest or $120,000 of which is all subject to income taxes. So 120 minus taxes might bring you down to 
$90,000 or so, not knowing where taxes are or where your tax situation may be. And then after inflation, because we're talking about a period of time that's going to happen in 20 or 25 years from today, it's not going to spend like $90,000 in 25 years. So after inflation, that might bring it down to 70000 bucks. So if you think about it, if you were waking up each morning, taking on and stomaching all this risk, which we know that people don't stomach and they truly don't want to take on risk if they don't have to, or I should say they don't want to take on excessive risk, they don't want to have to take uncompensated risk, then let's say they got to that $3 million bucks. $3 million in one account after taxes, after inflation is $70,000 a year. I think that's about $6,000 a month. Ooh. And, um, you know, when you, when you think about that translation, it, you know, $3 million only produces $70,000 of after tax, after inflation. So I think that idea, that planning philosophy, even if it succeeds, may produce an outcome that's inconsistent with what people truly want. And so when you compare that, Matt, to my outlook, our outlook, the philosophy by which we live, which is, as a reminder, spend the most amount of income on the least amount of money, we are able to know with high levels of clarity that if $3 million is $2.2 million as a result of unplanned life events, rising tax environment, market correction, et cetera, et cetera, all of which happens every single day to every consumer or to many consumers in the marketplace. So if the money is less than what is otherwise expected and we strategically made decisions while we were working together that would allow them to know that when they do go to retire and there's $2.1 million and not the $3 million in that ideal, perfect world of utopia, which never ends up happening. But if there's $2.1 million, if we can get, let's even say the same 4% interest, we're still going to be taxed. But if we can take the interest as well as some of the principal, See, that's the key. If we could spend some of the principal in addition to the 4% interest, then as you can imagine, you're going to spend that money down and you're going to do it in a way in which you're spending more money after taxes, after inflation, right? So the rising income year over year helps to offset inflation. And what happens is you're able to do that and you're, you're feeling great about doing that because our planning allows for clients to know that when they decide or when it's time for them to exit this planet, commonly referred to as passing away, <laughs> there is a future promise that will immediately refill the money that they spent. And so it's because of that future promise that our clients recognize that even if they don't get to the $3 million, which people never end up getting to anyway, but yet they're able to get to a decent number, 2.1 in the example that we're using, and the income principal and interest off of 2.1 is more 
after tax, after inflation income, then the interest only on three million, then what happens is the client ends up winning because they spent more income on a lower amount of capital. And this works even higher up that continuum too. So you're looking at 10 million and above. This is just as sound of a strategy for them too? Absolutely. It, okay. it works on bigger numbers, uh, smaller numbers. You know, I think the idea is that clients and consumers want to know and feel great that when life happens between now and retirement, which causes them to arrive at a number that is different than what math, M-A-T-H, what math may say, because math certainly tells us or sets a certain amount of expectations when we mathematically go through numbers. But since money is not math and math is not money, when you look at it through the lens of money and you put it those unplanned life events and market corrections and taxes and inflation and everything else that comes with real life, then that future number is likely to be less than what the math is telling you. And we want to know, and our clients want to know that even when that number ends up being lower, or if it ends up being lower, you know, so if we were using a math number of 5 million, and they end up at a real life number of 4.1 million, and they could spend more income off of 4.1 versus interest only on 5 million because of the planning that we put in place, which allowed them to take on lower risk and feel great about the decisions and not have to chase after rates of return that may or may not happen, I think they start to take a calmer way of being with their planning and they start to really feel great about it because they know that their income is going to be as high as it can be on the least amount of money. And it's not always this, this constant chase to try to get that big, big sum of money to then know that the conversion into income is going to be an unfavorable conversion. You're saying clients want to know, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, wait a second. I, I want to know, you know, <laughs> I want that feeling. I, isn't that what, and that's so funny to me, how many people don't have that feeling, but they have the opportunity to have a relationship with somebody who does planning in the way that you do that can allow them to realize that feeling. So Justin, and by thank the way, you. By the yeah, way, Matt, I, think, I think it's important to note, I mean, as authentic as authentic can be, what we're talking about here is 100% the way in which I live my life mm -hmm. and my planning is set up so much so that we share with our clients that that's the case and we're happy to show them, mm. right? So I think if a planner is helping somebody with their money and with their short-term and long-term planning and they're not able to demonstrate that the way in which they're operating their world is totally different, then the client may want to think twice about who they're aligning themselves with. Yeah. Wow. So I think that's that's critical, you know, and, and although the numbers may be different, mm -hmm. I think if they recognize that no different than you, Matt, no different than the people, like I'm a consumer too, right? And I have a wife and three kids and a business and, you know, so as a consumer, why would I do anything different? Absolutely. So I think it's, uh, it's really important uh, to mention that which um, I think is it makes people feel good and, and it makes them recognize that we're very much aligned together. A lot to think about, Justin. 
Sure is. Sure is. And uh, we want to try to create a little bit of space for our clients, for them to think about things that are really, really important to them and allow the clients to know that there are some things that we will help them think about that they were previously thinking about. So if we can assume some of that responsibility from the client and open up some space in their world, in their mind, for them to spend time with their family, their business, and their hobbies, I think it becomes a successful relationship. And if you're looking for a relationship like that, and if what Justin said to you is something, and I don't know how it couldn't resonate strongly, uh, but make sure that you call. Justin, we haven't done this in a little while. Would you mind uh, reminding our listeners uh, what's the best way for them to contact you, please? You know, I think the way in which, Matt, a lot of people have been reaching out and uh, it's up to the consumer, of course, but we've been getting a lot of reach outs over the past 90 days through our website, which is BennettFG.com. There's a contact us page. It's monitored and tracked real time, pre and post regular business hours. <laughs> In fact, yesterday we had a, a referral that reached out to us uh, at like 7.54 p.m. and they were they were responded to at 8:06 p.m. and so uh, you know we uh, we would say certainly contact us through our website. You could also private message us on LinkedIn or Facebook. Happy to um, get back to you there. You could call the office at 732-897-4096, and um, you know we're we're happy to talk to people. I mean, I think we have. Uh, enough people here that would be happy to assist you and whatever your objectives may be and to just have a conversation. And we'll make sure that we put all of those links into the show notes. So Justin, thank you very much for today. Thanks, Matt. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also make sure you share this with people that you uh, know really could use this information. Absolutely. So much to think about. Listen to this again. Uh, because I'm sure that uh, there were different things that will continuously come back to you and say, okay, if I didn't hear that the first time, this is one of those podcasts that you need to put on your favorites. You need to heart it or start or whatever uh, you're using from a podcast distribution standpoint uh, and make sure you listen to it again. So for everybody at Bennett Financial, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon.